Welcome to the Real Fitness Show. You guys know it, the only show where we talk about what fitness really is, how you should use it, and how it can really, really improve your life. When I tried to transform my body for the first time when I started my fitness journey, I was super confused with all the contradictory information online. So I wanted to create this podcast to bring you the do's and don'ts, the tips and tricks to transform your body for good with myself and the top hitters in the industry. Please share and enjoy. The most important thing when it comes to building muscle, losing fat, and overall making your workouts effective is utilizing the right intensity. And I say this because, in my opinion, 99.9% of the people who work out, or at least the ones that I see on the gym, don't. And this is just because, in many cases, we just don't know what we're capable of. And I see way too many people, and we work this with our clients, that stop two, three, four, five, even six reps before they should. And yes, they put in a lot of time, they put in a lot of effort, but the results are mediocre at best. Why? Because they're not getting to that part of the workout where they're going to get the best results. So in today's episode, we're going to go over how you can understand what your real capacities are, how you can train with the right intensity and understand why it is so vital for you to get the best results possible. So first things first, why is it important to go a little bit harder on the gym? Well, there's a bunch of studies that show that the majority of the progress that a person is going to make is going to happen after they reach their RPE 8. So RPE is a word that stands for rate of perceived exertion, or I like to explain it as rate of perceived effort, meaning RPE 10 would be going to failure, right? Doing as many reps as you can without, and then getting to the point that you cannot do a single one extra, And if we keep on scaling that back, so it would be RP9 would be uh, 90%, so leaving one rep in the tank, RP2 will be leaving one or two reps on the tank, et cetera, et cetera. Now, there's a bunch of studies that show that anything below that, it's leaving incredible gains on the table. And a lot of people never really get to that 80% of what they can do, that 90% of what they can do, okay? And I know right now there's... um, there's a lot of people talking about training to failure and, and, and leaving it all out. I don't believe that's the best strategy. And there's a lot of uh, research that, that show that that can actually be detrimental unless you're really, really granular on how you're doing the things. Because for the majority of us, we just don't have, you know, a, a physical therapist that's going to come to our house after a workout to massage us and to get us ready for the next workout. We don't uh, have the capacity to sleep nine to 10 hours per day. We don't have the capacity to uh, have someone cook the foods for us and make sure that we have all the micronutrients that we need to recover properly, etc., etc. So I do understand that there's an argument for why training to failure is better for results, but only in the cases where one, there's a really, really deep understanding of what that is in your body. And two, when you have all the resources, maybe you're a professional athlete or someone who's a professional bodybuilder, something like that. But for the day-to-day people, for you and I, I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's a, a proper strategy just because we're just not going to have the capacity to recover from workout to workout. And most likely what's going to happen is that you're going to go all in today and then you're going to go all in tomorrow and you're going to go all in on Thursday and you're going to go all in on Friday. And then before you realize two, three, four weeks from now, 
you're still going all in, but your all in that day is only going to be 40 to 50% of what you can actually do because you never recover properly from the, from the work, from the previous workout and your capacity keeps on getting lower and lower and lower and lower. So what's the correct rate or what's the correct intensity that we should be utilizing? Based on the research and also based on my experience with myself and with hundreds of clients, I believe the right rate to leave is going to be anywhere between 70 to 90% of your maximum capacity. So meaning that your workouts are taking you 70 to 90% of what you can actually do. Now, in order to learn what that looks like for you, there's a couple of things that you can do. First of all, I would, I would say it's pretty good to have one set of going to absolute failure, obviously, ideally with a machine where you have a lot less risk of injury, or ideally with a spotter next to you. If you cannot, another way to do it would be to decrease the weight and add many, many more reps until you cannot do anymore. It's going to be um, a lot less um, likely of causing any injuries, obviously, if you're alone in the gym and you only have barbells and dumbbells, I would not recommend you to pick up the heaviest weight that you can and do as many as you can. But I would recommend you to, for once, just once, you take a weight that you think you're going to be able to handle for 10 to 12 reps and you go to absolute failure. And then that's going to be your baseline. Okay. You know, that's your RPE 10. So what you need to do from now on, you just decrease a couple reps from that and you work in that range. And as you get stronger, you're going to be able to lift more. You're going to be able to lift more heavy. You're going to be able to keep on progressing. Now, one of the things that I think the majority of the people overlook is our own capacity. And what I, what I talk about this is because in many cases, the limitations are just mental. Like you can do a lot more than you think. In the majority of the cases. So let's say, for example, uh, I'm just going to put you a simple example. I broke my arm. I, I broke my hand. Two. It was three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. It hurt. I was I was playing soccer. Uh, I stumbled into someone. I had like a really really sharp pain on my hand, and it really really hurt. Uh, at the moment, and it continued to hurt for a couple more days, three more days. Uh, but you know, it was like it, it wasn't. It wasn't a weird angle. It wasn't nothing. I, I thought it was just, okay, I hit someone. Um, it's going to be inflammated and that's going to be it. I didn't think it was broken. I didn't think it was anything else. So I continued to work out during those days. I went to a gym, continued to work out. Now, truth to be said, I couldn't lift as much as I normally was lifting. And I thought I was just more weak that week for whatever reason. Uh, it turns out I had a, a broken a bone in my hand, which makes sense. But when I realized, when I learned that I had a broken hand, which was um, 10 days later when I went to, to the doctor and they, they did some, some x-rays, after that, I haven't been able to pick up a dumbbell yet. It's been, it's been almost 10 days. haven't been able to pick up a dumbbell. Why? Because in my mind, I now already know my hand is broken and I just don't have the capacity to pick up a dumbbell. Now... Does it mean that I don't have that capacity, that if I pick up a dumbbell, I'm going to drop it? Most likely not. But I know for me at this moment, it's a, lot, it's a lot wiser not to pick up a dumbbell. But what makes me think about this is the 10 days before, when I didn't know I couldn't do it. I didn't know it was broken, so I didn't know I couldn't do it. 
I was still picking up dumbbells. I was still picking up barbells and I was still using machines at the gym. So I think when it comes to our intensity in the gym, in some cases it's like that. Not that you need to work out on something that's injured, but in many cases, we stop shy of what we can actually do because we don't think we can. Because we, we have that limiting belief that, okay, this is actually uh, all that I can do. And in reality, you can, if you, if you someone pointed a, a gun to your head, you could probably get four, five, six, even, even seven or ten more reps. And I've seen this happen many, many times when I work with some of my clients in person. When I used to work with them, I would see it. Because it was like, they're doing the exercise and they can do the same weight for all the sets that we're working. And that's a big, big sign that you're leaving gains on the table. So if you're repeating the same weight and the same reps four times, you're not working hard enough. Because logistically, if you were actually going to that 80 or 90% on the first set where you're fresher, you're going to be able to lift a lot more weight than on the second set. And you're going to be able to lift more weight than the third set. You're going to be able to lift more weight than the fourth set when you're more tired. It makes sense, right? If you start to, if you start to run the, and, you go, and you go sprinting, you're probably going to go a lot faster the first 100 meters than the second 100 meters, than the third 100 meters, than the fourth 100 meters. Why? Because you keep on getting tired. So with the workouts, it's the same exact thing. You get a look at this as if you're sprinting at almost as much as you can. Not going full sprint yet, but almost as much as you can. Even if you do that, if you keep on running for long enough, your pace is going to decrease because you're getting more tired. Well, when it comes to your workouts, it needs to be the same. You need to focus on every single one of your movements, every single one of your lifts, every single one of your exercises. You're trying to get to that 80 to 90%. And in many cases, I'll tell you this, for the majority of you, you should go on extra rep. You should go on extra rep of what you think you can do. Because 99.9% of the time, you're going to realize that you can actually do it. And then you maybe you want to go on another extra rep. And then you're gonna still going to be able to do it. Because you're a lot stronger than you think you are. And this is why I believe many, many people do not get the results that they want in the gym. Because they don't go intense enough. Because they are spending a lot of time in the gym. Okay, you're, Let's say you're working on 50 minutes per day, right? Four times a week. And you're doing four exercises or, or eight exercises. You're doing four sets per exercise. And you're really only going to that 80 or 90% on the last set of every single exercise. So that means that eight, uh, let, me, let me zoom my math here. <laughs> so if you have eight exercises, four times per, per exercise, that's going to be um, 32, right? So you did 32, is that right? Yeah, Thir 32 sets, only eight of those were effective. All the other ones were like warm-up sets for you. So give that a thought. Out of everything that you're doing in the gym, you're only taking a bench of 25% of it. 
imagine if all the other sets that you were doing were actually as effective as that last one. How much farther ahead would you be already? How much fat would you have lost already? How much muscle would you have built already? And it's all a matter of intensity. You just focus on getting the right intensity. You just focus on making the workouts effective. And then you're going to see how your progress completely skyrockets. So hopefully that helps you today. Like I always say, if you are listening to this podcast, please pay it forward and share it to someone who might benefit from it. We don't run any ads. The only way that we build this podcast is by you sharing it. So it will mean the absolute world to me. And yeah, I'll talk to you in the next episode of The Real Fitness Show next week. Take care.